I love this enthusiasm that we're starting it out with. No, I I just find that excerpt on Wikipedia funny. An expert assassin, comma, puss in boots, period. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Far, Far Away Idol. This is Zillennial Cannon. I'm Kira. I'm Adam. Do you think you watched uh, Far, Far Away Idol more or less than this movie itself? Probably more because I remember watching it on like a portable DVD player or in my friend's Mm. minivan just on like Mm. short trips. Yeah, right. Or like on the way to school. Sometimes I would do it. Yeah, just a little a little quibby, a quick bite. You know, R.I.P. Yeah, I so I'm a big fan of Far, Far Away Idol. I think Far, Far Away Idol and also the screen, like the, the, the main menu. Yeah. Of Shrek 2. With all those squares. They're all, it's like the Brady Bunch, right? Yeah. Like they're talking yeah. to each other. Who all's on it? It's like, what, Gingy, Pinocchio? All of them. Well, there's like nine squares, so they can't fit everybody on there. No, I think there's more. Oh, I think, no, it's nine, but they revolve, I think. Yeah. Like, people come and go. Uh, just like me, am I right, Collins? Um, but... Kira didn't like that one. Um, I... I... Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So Shrek um, two. So Shrek two. Um, I what's funny because we talked about uh, much like um, we do this a lot on the pod, like for the first Spider Man movie and so forth. Like we always hype up the sequel that's superior because we're like, you know, this is a great movie, but wait till we talk about the second one. And I feel like that is kind of made for two movies, Spider Man two and Shrek two. Yep. Where. Don't get me wrong. The first movie is perfect. The first Shrek is a perfect movie. But so is the second. The second one is perfect, but it's just a little more perfect. Yeah. Um, it's a little funnier. The scale is a little bit bigger. Uh, it has a bigger heart. Uh, it has more characters, more funny moments. It just. Um, it, it swings through the fences more say, too. I don't even want to say it's like ambitious. It kind of is. But like, what a wild way to go. In that the first one is, like, a parody of fairy tales, and the second one is just, like, a parody of, like, e-network celebrity culture. And also, like, meet the parent, like, rom-coms. Yeah, like, like oh, the in-laws. But it's also, like, super sincere. Yeah. Like, which is what I love about this movie. Because, like, I mean, Shrek is, like, even Shrek 3, which I think we can all agree is the worst one of the four. I um, barely remember the fourth one. Is that the one with Shane Dawson in it? Are you talking about the fucking Rumpelstiltskin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the fourth one. Um, the fourth one's, like, fine. The third one, though, I think... I don't really know. I haven't seen either of them in, like, years. Um, the, f- the third one is the one with the babies. The third one's I know the this one, because the I was recommended movie. it on Netflix immediately after the second one. Um, yeah, it's the baby movie. Um, which yeah. I didn't know, by the way. I actually stayed for the credits for this one this time. Uh-huh. I didn't know that there was a tease for the babies at the end of the credits of this movie. Yeah, the um, the, the dragon the donkey. donkey. Yeah. I like that the entire reason that um, dragon's not in this movie is that um, it's she's not feeling well. Yeah. And then she comes in the post credit scene with babies. Yeah. I I just think that's funny. Um, it's this is a wild movie. Um, do you, did you see this in theaters when you were a kid or did you like see it at home? Um, I think I saw it at home. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I have watched this probably more times than the first one. Same. Because the second one I actually had on DVD, while the first one I watched so many times, but only at my aunt's house because she had it on VHS. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was definitely, along with Far, Far Away Idol, on repeat. And I said it when we covered the first one, but I really think that this is like the basis for Zillennial sense of humor. And I said that <laughs> yeah. the first one is the bridge between Millennial and Gen Z. Mm-hmm. I think the second one is specifically Zillennial. Yeah, it really is. Um, I think this is because I don't really know what the cusp is of this or like what the um, like the reason for it, because I think the first one still has a very 90s flavor to it because it was in production for a large part of the 90s. Uh-huh. But this thing, I think, like you said, like it borrows from like the, it makes an E and stuff, you know, uh, yeah. like when they go into far, far away. Um, you know, there's like a Starbucks there and like, uh, it's very much commenting on Hollywood culture. And also like, if the first one goes for like fantasy movie tropes, this goes more for like rom-com tropes, Mm -hmm. I think, which I think is like admirable and funny. Um, and I need to watch the, I mean, I know we'll cover the other ones probably on the pod at some point, but like the other ones, like the other Shrek movies. Are they Zillennial? Yeah. Our cutoff year is 2012. Uh, the last one's 2010. Oh wow! I so, didn't realize it was that long ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The first, the second one, or the sorry, the fourth one. Uh, which, by the way, what a weird number to end off on. Not a trilogy, but a quadrilogy. Yeah. Um, and then two Puss in Boots movies. Um, yeah, I forgot that those exist. It's funny that um, Puss in Boots came out in 2011. Puss in Boots two comes out this year. Eleven year gap. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, but, like, I, I can't remember what the other two are even, like, really about. Um, I remember the I third think, one. I think the third one is just about, like, parenthood anxiety. Like, it's basically Eraserhead. <laughs> that scene where, um, the nightmare scene where he's, like, scared of the baby. That's literally just Eraserhead. It's literally Eraserhead. Um, no, I think that's funny. Um... But I remember, isn't the third one Justin Timberlake as King Arthur? Um, is it King Arthur? Yeah, but King I, I like I remember him being in it, which is very they, funny because they called him Artie. Yeah, it's very funny because there's a Justin Timberlake like cameo almost in like a poster in mm-hmm. Fiona's bedroom, and yeah. it says Sir Justin. Sir Justin, yeah. Um, <laughs> I laughed at that today. Uh, I, I giggled quite a bit during this movie. Um, this movie is extremely funny. I think the first one is very funny, but this is even funnier where I'd say there's like a joke that lands pretty much every 30 seconds. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't try too hard either. Like, I feel like some, I don't, I don't think Pixar has this problem, but like maybe more like Illumination or newer DreamWorks movies definitely have that Marvel movie problem where they try too hard to make you laugh every like 30 seconds. Oh, you admit that that's a problem that Marvel has. I like Marvel movies. I'm not saying they're without issue. Um, but you know, like it, it is that's an issue that's commonly found. And I feel like it's less about like even Marvel, but like I feel like Marvel makes a few movies like that, then every blockbuster emulates it. Yeah. And then you feel the ripple effects. Like it was even felt like in the Force Awakens, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I love I love the Force Awakens, but it's still like a it wouldn't happen if Marvel didn't exist. 
Um, but what the do s- they call that? The dis Disneyfication of Disneyfication, yeah. Cinema. Tell what me that. What that bitch Scorsese say? Uh, <laughs> what that bitch Scorsese? Yo, love that. See? Love um, that. Uh, the entire conversation that we had before this was about theme parks and about me being excited for something that's Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Speaking of that bitch Scorsese, um, fucking Tyrese Gibson. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. So for anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, um, Tyrese Gibson posted a clearly photoshopped picture of um, one Martin Scorsese at the Morbius premiere. (laughs) And he said, um, wow. And then he tagged the director of Morbius. This is huge, bro. This is the king of cinema we're talking about. And... uh, I don't know if he knows yet that it's fake. I think he's still oblivious <laughs> to the fact. Because I think it's still on the, his Instagram, which I find All the comments were like, who's going to tell him? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> was saying. I, and I think the cherry on top was the hashtag Morbius sweeps in the post. Yeah. Um, that got me. That got me good. Um, see, and this is what I would suggest. If you're thinking about seeing Morbius at any point in the future, just watch Shrek 2 instead. <laughs> Um, it's, it's a better movie, yeah. um, but also not completely without, uh, similarities, you know, uh, Shrek wants to turn into a human, uh, Dr. Michael Morbius wants to turn into a vampire. Um, need I say more? Um, another funny post on his Instagram was that he posted a screenshot of a movie theater, like seating chart. (laughs) And the caption was like, Oh my God, like sold out. And he wrote sold out on it. Like, like on the picture, but Mm -hmm. he covered a few seats like with the writing (laughs) and the seats were not sold out. Like there was clearly open seats and he was like, wow, very blessed. Thank you for the sold out screening of Morbius. And it like, there were like two rows completely empty and then like a few seats in the middle that he covered. Yeah, I um that's me at the at the spike premiere for AOK. I was like, it's all sold out. <laughs> There's some seats in the front. No, it's all sold out. Um <laughs> No, yeah, I um I love Tyrese, but um the sooner we let Dr. Michael Morbius finally rest, I think the world will be a better place. I just, Um, I can't believe how long it took for that movie to come out. And like, it's actually, (laughs) it's actually really impressive how like the movie was delayed that long and uh, actually zero people were excited for it. Yeah. Um, Including like, I'm, I get excited for the Morbius discord. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Those are like all paid. I'm sorry for anyone that wanted to hear about strike. We're just talking about Morbius, but we're feeling the, (laughs) ripple effects of morbius monday right now and we need to talk about <laughs> we it we really are um, recording on morbius monday huh this is we're coming at you live from morbius monday um i think yeah i i haven't seen it full disclosure but friend of the pod was. sean saw it tonight i to celebrate morbius monday um i will never see it oh, but no, i'm enjoying yeah. myself oh yeah never watch it and they're like it's and i, I don't want to sound like i'm being uh hyperbolic when i say this but it is quite literally a movie with zero redeeming qualities um and it's actually when you're halfway through you're kind of like amazed by it in that way where you're like wow it's actually impressive that sony pictures llc 
uh, <laughs> happened to make not only the worst fucking superhero movie you've ever seen in your life, but one that's not even entertainingly bad. It's just, it genuinely feels like you're watching a two hour, not even a two hour, like an hour and 40 minute trailer for a movie that doesn't exist. Oh my God. Um, it is void of any, like any sense of like passion from the actors, crew, cinematographer, writer, boom mic operator, anyone. <laughs> um, it is the biggest piece of shit I've seen in what feels like at least 10 years. Um, and this is about a Marvel movie. Do you know how fucking bad it has to be for me to not? Like, I love them Venom movies. It has to be bad for me to not like it. This is really <laughs> bad, guys. Um, thank you. I yield my time. We should join the Morbius, the Discord. I I, I kind of want to now. And just actually. just cause antics. Um, cause antics on the <laughs> on the Morbius <laughs> Discord. I'm sure I, they're all like miserable right now. <laughs> they're not even like real people. It's so funny. The picture of that are like there's like women in that. Well, first of all, there's women in the photo. But like secondly. <laughs> They're, like They're probably like 30 Seconds to Mars fans, like the ones that he scammed to go to his camp or whatever. So fake, dude. They're not real. Like none of like none of those people are real. Like they're all fake. A screening for okay, how do you even like plan that? Like, because it's not like Morbius Discord people like all live in the same state. Do they all just happen to like live in California? So if so, that begs the question: Did he fly all of them out there to watch fucking Morbius in a 75 seat theater at AMC? For a fucking Discord server, like I, mean... I don't. What I like for what for a photo op that people are gonna like quote retweet and laugh at? True. I hate I hate Jared Leto, dude. Yeah, he sucks. Um, he really does suck. Um. Uh, anyways, the only redeeming quality about him is his performance as one Paulo Gucci. Yeah, that was okay. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't as high on the Gucci train as everyone else, but. Um, I just think it's funny. I thought it was a terrible movie. The funniest thing ever about, like, going on a trip, like, right around award season is just seeing all the old people watching House of Gucci on the plane. Yeah. And, like, just looking over and, like, seeing what scene they're on and then just, like, nudging Sean and being, like, they're on, (laughs) like, they're up to, like, the sex scene of them in the trailer that I literally started crying at in the theater. The fucking gif of that, when it's, like, sped up and slowed down and random It's so funny. It's so fucking funny. But Um, the best thing ever is just watching the movie end on their screen, and they just, like, turn it off with no reaction. Like, they don't even say anything to the person, like, sitting next to them that they're with. Like, nothing. They just turn off the movie. (laughs) Um... It's funny because I saw that at a triple feature and oh, the day only went, like it declined in quality because I started with Licorice Pizza at like 3 p.m. I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was like the peak of the day. Right. Yeah. And then like at 530, I think was uh, House of Gucci, House of Gucci, one would say. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, my girlfriend just smiled at that. She thought. <laughs> um, I uh, and. <laughs> um and what was the, oh ghostbusters afterlife was definitely oh jesus um so it was it, i started good on the day but then like you know there's only one thing i hate more than italians and that's kids a kid uh, named podcast um a, a, a kid named podcast um a fish called wanda more like a kid 
called Brock. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> you know, Hasekuchi uh, sucks. Morbius sucks. Ghostbusters Afterlife sucks. Um, Shrek Licorice Two Pizza doesn't. Licorice Pizza is great. Um, and so is Shrek Two. Um, that's yeah. one thing they have in common. I feel like Shrek would eat licorice on pizza. Shrek would, um, and I, I'm not kidding when I say would eat anything because he's an ogre. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. I think he's valid for that. So, um, I meant to bring this up when we were talking about theme parks. Mm -hmm. Um, so this movie supposedly is supposed to open immediately after the events of the first movie. However, true theme park heads and Shrek fans know that this is not true, that there is canonically a short film in between Shrek and Shrek 2. And that is Shrek 4D, which recently closed at Universal Studios. Yes. Um, and I like the variations of the title for the movie uh, because mm-hmm. they're uh, on the... Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Netflix title is Shrek the Ghost of Lord Farquaad. Yes. Uh, it's under DreamWorks Spooky Stories, and it's like episode three, and that is Shrek 4D. Yeah, Shrek 4D, and then it, but it's funny because like if you bought the Shrek 2 DVD combo pack, it came with Shrek 3D. Because and um, I have that. Unless you have a 4D theater in your home, like I, I don't know if you're like Obama's kids or something. Uh, you're Obama's gonna walk, kids. I don't know. I was trying to think of like rich kids. Um, if you're Obama's kids, you can watch a 4D movie in your house. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you have a 4D theater in your house? No, but I have like a spinning desk chair and a spray bottle. Wow. Um, Shrek 4D is pretty epic. That's all I can say. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, did you write it before it closed? I, yes, I did. And it fucked my neck up so badly um for a solid few days like that ride literally hurts it hurts so bad um the seats literally like will like rise up off the ground and like slam you back onto the ground and it just feels like metal like 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 hitting against concrete and like you're just collateral in it um as it should king uh, I <laughs> I cannot stress enough how plush the seats are at the um, Hollywood one for the Kung Fu Panda experience. The Kung Fu Panda, buddy. Every day of my life is a Kung Fu Panda experience. It's kind of epic. It's, it is. It's pretty. Um, um. What does he say in the movie? Skadoosh. Yeah, something S- like that. Skadoosh. Um, yeah. It. Shrek 4D is cool, though, because it's, like, it was the first in-person meeting of the Mike Myers Movie Club. Um, (laughs) Like, not, like, us meeting for the first time, but the first time we watched a Mike Myers film in person. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, it's very fitting that we watched Shrek 2 this week because it is actually the second anniversary of when I watched Austin Powers on Zoom for the first time. Um, That was the anniversary of when Kira lost her mind, uh, like, online. Like so publicly, true on main so she, like true. fully lost her mind so happy yeah. two-year anniversary to your uh to that and i mean in a few weeks we're getting a new mike myers tv show so right is it gonna be good you know more about it than i do i think it'll be pretty good um it's something that he's been working on for a while if i'm mm. remembering correctly and like he right. has basically 
major creative control over it. That's cool. So, yeah. That is one thing I like about Netflix is that they don't really, like, interfere with anything. Yeah. Like, they just... I mean, you could say what you want about, like, their marketing and, like, how they kind of, like, bury stuff and content. But, like, yeah. at the very least, they don't, like... They cancel shit way too soon, but they don't interfere ever, from what I understand. Yeah. Like, they just let you do whatever the fuck you want. Um, which, that's cool. And, I, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely, like, check it out. Because I think... Isn't it, like, an anthology? Or is it, like, a... um. Um, it's him playing like five different characters, I think. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I, I but like it's that. It's something kind of that he like hinted at in So I Married Nax Murder, which you need to watch. Sure. Yeah. One day. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, all right. I'll watch it. Like, um, listen, we're watching a Mike Myers movie today. I'm back on my bullshit. Is it streaming anywhere? Um, um I don't know. I'll check. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so I like that this one. Uh, it is not stripping anywhere, but I'll watch Damn. it. Um, I'll find a way. Um, like one, one, two, three movies. Um, yes, exactly like that. Or soap today. Do you have you ever used soap today? <laughs> no, I pay money to rent things, and you know this. I well, you know, I'm just a criminal. Uh, so, you know, arrest me, I guess. Uh, but I like that this movie like open the the opening of this movie is fantastic. Yeah, uh, with Prince Charming, mm-hmm. um, I laugh every time at the fucking wolf in like a gown. Yeah, and he, he like pulls down the covers. And he's like about to go in for a kiss, and who voices the wolf? Whoever voices the wolf? Oh, I have wolf, no idea. Just an iconic voice, like uh, yeah. He's like, hey, like, <laughs> like just the way he talks is so funny to me. Um. Uh, but I love the, she's on her honeymoon. What? With whom? And then the hard cut to the honeymoon rail. Yeah, which uh, is very cute. Very um, cute. I gotta very say, cute. Shrek yeah. and Fiona, cute couple. I think they're uh, the cutest couple of Zillennial canon in general, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I mean, I don't know about that that but they're up there they're really cute yeah Um, i think one thing i did like about this as a sequel like let alone as a movie but as a sequel it like does a good job at like reaffirming not reaffirming but like expanding on why they're a good couple and it like shows like how true like the love is and how it's not just like because like i the the ending not to jump ahead but like Mm -hmm. the most romantic thing they could do is not kiss at the end yeah. You know, and I think that's like kind of a beautiful moment. Um, and I think all these movies, like even through like the worst ones, they always like maintain a very like genuine heart to them. Yeah. And I think that's like it's not an easy feat throughout a franchise to like keep the heart of uh, a franchise going. But especially when it's like about like animated ogres and like some of the funniest parts of it are fart jokes. And that's yeah. not even like a dig at the movie's quality or anything. No, no, no. It's like they're actually funny fart jokes. Yeah. Like genuinely, like in the first movie when he like fucking farts in the swamp, it's like funny. Yeah. Just a classic. Um also, I got to say, so I had the soundtrack of this on CD. Same. The soundtracks of Shrek movies always just like slap. I don't know why, but you know, 
even if it's like covers of classic songs, it's like still amazing. Yeah. 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 They they always have a it's kind of like the twilight of uh animated movies where the, the soundtrack goes unnecessarily hard sometimes. Yeah. Um I'll always credit the first movie though for having like just an absolute banger of a soundtrack for no fucking yeah. reason. Uh like truly like it's a movie about an ogre and they go hard. Yeah. Leading everyone to believe that like hallelujah was a song that by... is the, the shrek song <laughs> yeah the shrek song not like a leonard cohen song it's not a leonard cohen song it's, funny it's fun fact the shrek leonard, song. leonard cohen did not write that song uh shrek wrote that song and he performed that song um jeffrey katzenberg wrote it in the dreamworks <laughs> jeffrey katzenberg <laughs> eddie murphy produced it um cameron diaz uh did background vocal <laughs> did background vocal um yeah no it's uh it's extremely uh it's, it's timeless because it's, it's a shrek song mm-hmm. um it also like made smash mouth synonymous with shrek as a brand which i think is funny yeah um which like i would be happy about if i was them like that's i just, think like, they are marketing. i think they kind of like reclaimed that yeah yeah they should um as yeah. they should kings it's like uh, similar to Guy Fieri, where it's just like, why not? <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I've like driven past Guy Fieri a few times in the past like year. Incredible. Because he just Cause has. He so was many doing chicken... the Chicken Guy show, right? Yeah, I I didn't realize that because uh, I was like, he must be here like working on the because he literally built a Chicken Guy like five minutes away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just assuming like, oh, he must be like hands on with like the construction or like the. the he is the physically design. building it himself. He he has no workers. He is physically constructing Chicken Guy himself with his bare hands. Not even that he like manifested with his mind. He just like sits there and opens. Yeah. And like it appears. Yeah. Um. No. I love but, like, him. It's great. Um, He's great. He's a yeah. great guy great guy um but yeah no i think if you're ever so lucky to be uh tied to shrek in any way you just use that to your advantage and um that's something that like i think a lot of um a lot of media is like influenced by shrek which is weird because like shrek was influenced by media first Mm -hmm. but i feel like every genuinely like ever since shrek came out animated movies have been more daring with like the way that they incorporate humor like i don't think you would have like a despicable me or like whatever like the whole illumination brand is entirely dependent on like the genre of animated film that shrek started if that makes sense i agree um about despicable me i was thinking about despicable me during it for some yeah. reason well and um, i'm not even saying despicable me does like a good job at it i'm just saying like you can tell that's what they're like influenced by yeah definitely um, I think also yeah. the whole uh, celebrity thing, too, and, like, the whole idea of, I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong, um, definitely, like, the rise of, like, putting in adult jokes to, like, have, like, something for the parents. I feel like yeah. that, like, it might not be the first to do it, which it probably definitely was not, but... It definitely was one of the biggest ones. It really was. I mean, because like even like Toy Story like had like those you know like Buzz Lightyear and shit like that. Like there are jokes, you know. There there's jokes, there's jokes, 
But like Shrek, but not as like. Well, well, Shrek is like entirely, like, it. I can't think of a joke in Shrek that is like only aimed at kids. Mm-hmm. Like there are jokes in the movie that I could see that appeal to both kids and adults. Yeah. And then there are jokes that entirely are reliant on you being an adult to like understand what the fuck they're talking about. Cause yeah. like when, when we covered the first track, I was like, Oh, there's like so much in this movie that clearly went over my head as a kid. Yeah. And even more in this one where it's like, it's so like in the know kind of humor, like fucking mm-hmm. Joan rivers on the, on the fucking red carpet at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think one of my favorite um, lines of this movie is when they go to um, the fairy godmother's place and he's like, uh, we're HR. Are there any? Um, or no, oh, the, the union rep. The yeah. Union. Uh, and he's, he's like, trying uh, to unionize. <laughs> he's like, is there anything we should know about? Yeah, we we don't even have dental. Uh, did you hear that donkey? They don't even have dental. It, like that's like my favorite part of the movie. It's, it's so funny. so funny. It's it's like unbelievably funny. Um, no, and the funny thing is, like, there are so many parts like that in this movie. Like, I would say, um. Fairy well, Godmother wait, really quick. Room. Can I just go back to that scene? Yeah. This movie is so smart because, like, I feel like any other movie, it would just be, like, they would immediately go for the disguise. Uh-huh. And that is such a hilarious way to, like, try and get into a building. <laughs> like, they didn't have to do this. No, it's so fucking funny. I know that sounds, like, dumb, but, like, that's, like, so funny. No, it really is. Like, there's a reason why, even when I, like... There are parts of my life where I hadn't rewatched this in like five or ten years, mm-hmm. but like I always remember that line because it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um. Like I didn't even remember the context of it until I rewatched it like two years ago. We and, don't even have dental. But we don't even have dent. They no. Well, he's like the way he like look. He's like, oh, donkey. Did you hear that? They don't even have dental. Like it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Um. Another part that I like is uh the the cops thing, but it's knights. Yeah. Um and when they're fucking Which like, is they're... like okay, some of the jokes also are like to the point where like it's probably stuff that kids shouldn't be repeating. <laughs> so it's like kind of funny that it is there. I thought about that during the thong scene with Pinocchio. Yeah. Um and which... I've definitely heard that repeated by children. Say <laughs> so something crazy like I'm not wearing ladies' underwear. I'm not wearing ladies' underwear. And then I have the fucking, like, nose sound effect engraved yeah. in my head. That's gonna be a TikTok audio one day. I guarantee it. Um, Probably, yeah. Uh, so funny. Um, no, but the the cops thing, nights. Um, mm. It... <laughs> the, the part that kills me is um, when they're, like, fucking, like, pushing Puss in Boots against the wall, and they find catnip in his boot. Yeah, and they're like catnip, and he's like, "That's not mine." <laughs> yeah, it's like. Also, the visual gag of um, what do you call it? Um, uh, they're pepper spraying him, but they bring out like a giant pepper, a grater, yeah, like, grated on his face. It's so yeah. Fu- funny. Um. Yeah, it's like stuff like that that I'm like shocked that they got away with that, but then again, it's like that's on tv anyway <laughs> it's all it's it's like on tv but also like the first movie is like completely reliant on its adult humor and it was like the biggest family movie of that year and like yeah. many years surrounding it like i don't think any other family movies topped it in that time 
So, like, I think they had a lot of ammunition with the studio to say, like, hey, that's why people love the movie. Why don't we double down on it? And yeah. clearly it worked because this was, like, even received even better. Um, I am willing – I'm not looking at the stats, but I'm willing to bet this made even more than the first movie. Oh, probably, yeah. It had to have. I, I can't see any reason why it wouldn't. Um, and it's it's impressive. And like, if you're gonna have like this kind of like comedic voice cast, because like we we've talked about like in previous episodes where um, there's that uh, entire idea that like the the loss of the animated voice actor uh-huh. is like a very sad thing. Um, but that being said, like I think the Shrek movies and I'd say the Toy Story movies are like two of the very few that I think get away with having like an A-list cast because they mm-hmm. always utilize the comedic talents of the comedians and actors that they have as- like assembled. Because uh, like truly Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy are a dynamic comedic duo. Yeah. And it, they're not just there to put the name on the poster. They give like genuine comedic performances behind the mm-hmm. animation. And um, that's like a very impressive thing especially like when you see like the spickle me or mm-hmm. like um like literally any illumination movie or any like modern dreamworks movie or whatever like so many of them are like full of comedians and a-listers and they do like nothing with them uh-huh. um so that just makes you appreciate like the voice acting in these movies even more and like how synonymous puss in boots is with like antonio banderas or donkey with eddie murphy you know yeah um yeah, it's interesting because I feel like I've definitely said this before. Um, not to bring up Mike Myers again, but it's <laughs> That's a, I think we can get away with it. We're talking about a Mike. Yeah, Myers we are movie. talking about a Mike Myers movie. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting after watching every single movie he's ever been in, just like yeah. seeing like the evolution of his voices and like his characters. Because you can fully see, like, the beginnings of Shrek in So I Married an Ex-Murderer because he plays, like, an old Scottish man. Right. And then, like, you see, like, Fat Bastard eventually and, like, um, yeah, it's, like, interesting how his characters kind of, like, bleed into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But it's very interesting that Shrek is Scottish. Also, um, I interviewed the um he was like a production designer for the first track and i'm assuming the shrek's after that but i never noticed this that shrek's design has mike myers eyebrows right but isn't that so um when chris farley did the voice in the 90s was it Mm -hmm. a different design of shrek he looked different yeah okay because i i don't know about all this um Although that story is, like, fascinating to me about, like, the whole, um, the recasting process of that. Yeah. Um, that's really interesting. Um, didn't they, uh, have to re-record something that, uh, like, cause my, didn't Mike have, like, an original voice, but it was too similar to, like, an SNL sketch that he did? So they had to, like, reconfigure it into, like, something else? That sounds right. But I'm not gonna say I yes or no. Could also I know that's I that is feel like story. I've heard that before. That is a story, but I don't know if it was him or Chris Farley that had <laughs> to like redo the voice based because they were both SNL people, right? Yeah. Right. Mike Myers was a cast member, right? Yeah. Okay, I thought so, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, 
yeah so i guess that story could go like either way but um no that's like funny because i really think mike myers and he's like literally austin powers like austin powers is like one of the biggest like comedic ips ever i would say oh i know oh yeah i will care i'm not you know <laughs> i'm not preaching the cure i'm telling the audience uh but I, like he's that's one of the biggest comedic ips ever to the point where they're still making super bowl commercials with those characters now without having made a movie in 20 years yeah um and that being said like i would say shrek is even more notable than an i would say so absolutely just like on an objective level right like in terms of like universal um appeal and like um because i don't know anyone that doesn't like shrek i think also the audience definitely like there are more kids than adults seeing movies i'm assuming yes but i will say that i think shrek is like one of those rare not rare but like it it does like have that um cusp element to it where it breaks that mold where there's very few animated movies or kids movies nowadays that i like i want to go see um like Uh when i had to watch sing 2 for like voting purposes oh don't even it fucking sucked. I enjoyed myself. Oh, you did? I did. I, first of all, Nina can fucking die. Second of all... Wait, um, what? Nina, the elephant. Oh, that's so mean. She's a kid. Leave her alone. I, I hate her. Um, That's a TikTok trend. It's so funny. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's like, I fucking hate Nina. <laughs> it's all because, like, she, um, when she sings happy birthday to her grandpa... Uh-huh. In the first movie, they're like, Nina, why do you have to show off so much? It's your grandpa's birthday. Um, <laughs> and like, it's so, and like, there's, um, remember the beginning of the second movie where she like falls down the hole in the play? Yeah. Um, someone uh, did the Spider Man No Way Home on interaction over oh that. God. And it was like on interaction and Nina or Mina dying in second two. I had um, no idea. I would tell so... Sean about it, but he would be too upset, I think, because um, we both love Sing. <laughs> I hate sing. I don't like any. I, I I just hope all those animals have a really bad day. That's um, rude. They're ugly, and like Illumination can all. I love the gorilla Johnny. Yeah, I hope Johnny gets euthanized. Um, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I hope he gets shot in the face. That um, move. That but... movie is. That specific gorilla is the reason why <laughs> Rocket Man was such a good movie. Okay. If that gorilla did not sing Elton John, we would not have the movie Rocket Man that made me you cry. You know, that's a, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make if I don't have to hear those fucking koalas and apes sing for, like, <laughs> another two movies. Um, I personally think that the sing animals should be put down. Um, and I think that they are war criminals. Um, and I don't like them. They're not my friends. Um, because I think the animals in this movie are better behaved and not as ugly. I, I, I think about Sing, they're so ugly too. Mm, no, they just look like furries. I th- okay, you want to talk about furries? That no, new movie, actually, The Bad I, Guys. Yeah, actually, can I tell you? No, I don't want to talk about furries. <laughs> that like, new movie, The Bad Guys, that is furry art. Um, yes, it's weird because that's getting good reviews, so I'm like. It sucks because it's like it sounds good. Like the plot of it like sounds good. Mark Maron's in it. 
Really? Yeah, Mark Maron's in it. Yeah. Oh my god. Sam Rockwell, Richard Ayoade, Mark Maron, Craig Robinson, Anthony Ramos, Zazie Beats. Like, yeah, good cast. Wow. Has a ninety-six in Rotten Tomatoes. I just simply cannot look at that wolf. I think any animated wolf is just cursed. But dude, a ninety-six in Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good. Ugh, I'm gonna end up seeing it. It. I bet it's gonna be a good movie. Uh, I like the animation design too, where it's not like trying to go for like the cutesy design. Like I feel like, and I'm not just saying sing for the sake of it, but like any Illumination movie like looks too cute, too polished. I like the design of this movie. Um, I don't like the character design, but I think everything else looks cool, like the movement and stuff. Also, like it's based off a graphic novel series, True. so like it'll probably be. Were they furries in the graphic novel? <laughs> um, I have a story to tell you about um, me talking to a furry about this movie uh, off pod, but I don't think I can say it. Okay, I, I can't wait for you to tell me later. Um, like, legally, I can't talk about it on pod, but I'll tell it to okay. you on pod. Um, uh, yeah, but anyways. Um, <laughs> Shrek 2. Um mm. I'm really glad that this was before weird people got on the internet. Yeah. Well, actually, that's not true, because I did see a, a lot of weird Trek shit in my youth. Like, yeah. Shrek is love, Shrek is life, all that bullshit. That was, like, after these movies came out, though. That It was, was... around the time of the fourth movie, I would say. Yeah. Or, like, in that, in that area of time. Yeah. Um... Huh. Yeah, no, I, I was gonna say I thought these movies were untouchable, but they they really weren't, were they? Like they yeah. they were memed to death. Um Yeah, not but a- not really to death. I feel like it was kind of brought back. Like not that it needed to be brought back because it was like always there. Mm-hmm. But it definitely had people like revisiting it and now that we're all older, it's kinda like, oh, these movies are fantastic. Yeah, no, uh, like, I think that's, um, we talked about it with something else, but I forgot what it was, where, like, we were, like, they were kind of got, like, revitalized through memes, um, but, like, in a good way, where it made us, like, appreciate it more. It almost mm-hmm. has to be a Simpsons effect, right? Yeah. Uh, where the older episodes of The Simpsons live on through memes and just makes us remember, like, how good The Simpsons was at a certain point, mm-hmm. and how much of, like, a far cry it is to, like, um like what it is now um uh and it's funny because like last night when you asked me to choose the movie for this week i was considering the simpsons movie um oh i can't wait to do that we have i was telling uh victoria last night that um uh we have to like do that this summer though because it's the 15 year anniversary for that movie Interesting. I think this this June, I want to say. I think that's when it came out in 2007. Mm-hmm. But 15 years old. That's insane. I've seen that so many times. Me too. I um I rewatched it semi-recently-ish on Disney Plus. Because uh, I'm currently on season 20 of the show on Disney mm-hmm. Plus. I've been watching it since 2019, since Disney Plus launched. Like, literally launched mm-hmm. it on Disney Plus. The first thing I watched on Disney Plus was The Simpsons pilot. And I have not mm-hmm. stopped watching. And I'm on season 20 and uh, nice. it's not good right now and i don't think it's gonna get any better from this point but i'm trying i want to see if i can actually catch up i don't think i will because there's like 38 <laughs> seasons i think so i have to do like a, yeah. double what i've already done 
and I average like maybe one every two weeks. I I watched the newest. It's not even the newest season. It was probably like two years ago at this point. I just feel like time hasn't existed. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched the Morrissey episode and everyone hated it, but like I kind of loved it. I don't even remember that. Lisa like becomes obsessed with the Smiths, and okay. Morrissey becomes her like imaginary friend. That's funny. And I literally was like, I want to like write an essay about this. Um, that's it was funny. like genuinely a very good criticism of like idolizing like uh, like i i can't formulate it into words anymore but i was like ranting and raving about it when the episode first came out um but the ending of it is is good it does not try and um the episode makes fun of morrissey it doesn't doesn't romanticize morrissey as a person um god i'm so glad because we have too much morrissey romanticization uh, uh no i mean everyone I'm, that i I'm know joking. that likes yeah <laughs> everyone that i know that likes the smiths hates morrissey i'm in a meme group and every like a smiths it's called smiths shit posting mm-hmm. and every single post is like i want morrissey dead <laughs> And all of them are, like, people who have, like, Smith's tattoos and stuff. And they're, like, when will Morrissey die? I need that. Um, yeah. I respect that. Same. As a Morrissey, as a Smith's fan, mm-hmm. that man is, yeah. I have no knowledge of his personal life. Um, and honestly, I'm content with that. Yeah, don't even... <laughs> I'm good. Like, I think I've consumed enough discourse in my life that I don't need it. Yeah. Don't um, open up a file in your brain on Morrissey if you don't need to. Yeah, that's how I feel. Like, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I'm trying to think about how to circle this back to uh, Shrek 2. Uh, Do they play the Smiths in Shrek at all? Like, no, like any... but they, they play, like, Nick Cave and, like, a David Bowie cover. <laughs> um right they do don't they insane i remember hearing the david bowie cover um like watching it on dvd with my mom and my mom being like oh i like this song Mm -hmm. and i was like wow and i didn't know it was a david bowie song until i was like in like 10th grade (laughs) like oh a shrek song again (laughs) so like how many songs and like artists are like shrek artists so we have a David Bowie, we have a Smash Mouth, we have a... Uh... Uh, I feel like Counting Crows, because that's what Accidentally <laughs> in Love is. Right. Um, don't they have a song at the end of the first one, too? What's the end of the first one? No, that's I'm a Believer. I'm a Believer, who is by... That, that's by what? Is that by Smash Mouth also? I think it no, is. No. I... Let me, let me do my research. song. Um, uh, I'm a believer. What is the song that ends in the Shrek? Um, I'm a believer. Oh yeah, by Smash. Why did I think that was not a Smash? I thought it's a Smash it's a Mouth cover. Co- oh, it's a Smash Mouth cover for so, the monkeys. The monkeys made I'm a believer. Yeah. Huh. Weird. I think that's like an interesting thing. Is that a lot of the songs in Shrek are just covers of older songs. 
and then like covered by Smash Mouth. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Here's a connection. Another Mike Myers film, Smash Mouth. Didn't they cover the Beatles in that? In which one? Uh. In Shrek. In Cat in the Hat. Yes, at the end when they're uh, when he's fucking cleaning the house at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I just say I want to uh, real quick? I don't think I told you this yet. Um, but, uh, so I was at the We Bought a Mic Oscar party, uh, from mm-hmm. the pod, We Bought a Mic, Ernest Calderon, yeah. Rudy Tenanter, Mobley, um, and the I Decomber want... Boys. The Decomber Boys. Uh, by the way, uh, Hunter thinks that we have a vendetta against him because he, uh, was trashing Polar Express in the pod. Uh-huh. So I want to publicly say, we do not like that movie either, and it's fine. Uh, and I told him he was too drunk to remember this, but I told him that uh, he's welcome back. It doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, we have to have him on soon to make it up to him. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyways, sorry, that's not the point. The point yeah, is the Wabam boys are like kind of like an offshoot of. Um, they're like in the cinematic universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> they're like the Guardians of the Galaxy of our like Avengers because like you don't know how they're connected, but then they pop up like two years into the canon. Who are we then? We're like the event. We're like the war criminals, Avengers. Um, I don't think we are. I think no. I think you and I are Rocket and Groot. <laughs> who's Rocket and who's Groot? I'm obviously Rocket. So I'm Groot. Yeah. You're saying I'm a fucking tree. Or, like, Drax or something. <laughs> like, we're just, like, two idiots, but I think that I have a shorter temper than you, so I'm definitely Rocket. Like, I'm just, like, small and angry and, like, smelly. You are small and angry and smelly. Yeah. Um, I'm limber, like a tree. And, and you're Vin Diesel. And I'm, <laughs> like Vin, your and I'm Vin Diesel. <laughs> and I'm Vin Diesel. So I really am. Your I'm Skype really... picture is and Vin Diesel. You are literally Groot. And you're literally Bradley Cooper. I literally am Bradley Cooper. <laughs> if you guys saw Kira's haircut right now, you'd realize that she literally is Bradley Cooper. I mean, <laughs> why? But okay. <laughs> um, wow, that's like very accurate. So then I we mean, bought a mic. If I had, um, I Ernest Calderon is like Tony Stark. I think he's got the stash. He's got the tech. Um, you're, you're recording a pod with him one time. You're like, wow, he has the technology. Um, Drew Dietzen is like Captain America because he's like uncovering all the conspiracy theories, like Max Keeble. Mm-hmm. He's like going against the system a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hunter is like, God, who would Hunter be? I think Hunter is the Hulk because he got, he gets, he gets mad at like, uh, uh, you should have seen him during the Oscar party. He was going off. I would have um, given anything to be in that room it listening was... to all of your reactions to, oh. the, to the Oscars. Well, let's not talk about the thing, but that being said, the, when the thing happened, to be in the room with those boys, uh, it was magical. We, When I tell you we didn't pay attention to anything else the rest of the night, uh, we just talked the rest of the night. Uh, <laughs> good time. Uh, anyways, I, I have a point. Uh, really a, quick. Yeah. Now that you say it, um, my hair is kind of like Bradley Cooper's in Wet Hot American Summer. See, I was going for a uh, Bradley Cooper and Licorice Pizza, but that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a compliment <laughs> then. I'm going to go not, smash it, a window of a car. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're gonna kill my dog, my brother. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> um, but the reason I brought up the We Bought a Mic Boys, I won the Oscar pool. Um, and I had the Oscars. I got 21 out of 23 correct on the predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to pick. Uh, so like everyone before they submitted their ballot at the party, they put they wrote a movie down on a note. Uh-huh. And they put it in a jar, and whoever won the pool had to randomly pick the note in the jar, and that's the movie they have to cover on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I won. I put my hand in the jar, uh, and I pulled out Cat in the Hat. <laughs> so I have to go cover Cat in the Hat for a third time on a podcast on We Bought a Mic. Actually, I believe we're doing commentary track for it. Oh, that's review. great. Yeah, and I think most of them have not seen it in 10 years. Oh, my uh, God. And I think we're doing, I don't know how many people are going to be on the pod, but um, a friend of the pod, uh, Gaia, Gaia Mobley, Hunter's wife, um, she's the one that wrote it down. Uh, and I, I thank you, Gaia, because um, this is what I need. I need another reason to watch Cat in the Hat for the third consecutive year in a row. Um this is all I needed in my life is just to watch it <laughs> because Kira, like Kira has made it her life's mission to make sure that I watch Cat in the Hat once a year. And yeah. Gaia is following through with that mission. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. So I'm just waiting until like 2023 when I have like a fourth reason to watch it. Yeah. What will that be? I don't know, but we'll figure uh, it out. We'll figure we'll, it out. We'll make up a reason for you to watch Cat in the Hat. See, <laughs> um, but anyways, um, so I think it's funny that like, Mike Myers' two, like, family film uh, entries are Cat in the Hat and Shrek, which in terms of, like, popularity and reception are, like, cannot be on further into the spectrum. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Like, yep. Shrek is the ideal family movie that you can take anybody to, no matter how old they are, um, what their sense of humor is. Like, anyone likes Shrek. Um, you're hell bent to find someone that enjoys Cat in the Hat for any reason that's not ironic, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cat in the Hat's terrifying. It's, I love it. It's, don't get me wrong, I love it, but it, it's it's a terrifying movie. Not even like ironic, but just like zillennials who were depressed for the past two years that were like, actually, let's reclaim this. See, I've always, um, I love reclaiming movies. I think it's like, it's, a, it's that's like the Zillion Canyon pastime, I think, is reclaiming movies that are considered to be um, not good mm-hmm. <laughs> in certain respects. Um, but I, I think Cat of the Hat is maybe our boldest take yet, mm-hmm. where one would say that's an objectively bad movie that the widow of one Dr. Seuss hates. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would argue that she knows it better than anybody else and that uh the case should be closed in the movie but um then again i think we're kind of cultural critiquers Mm -hmm. and we uh we're revisionists and we like to um we like to challenge the norm you know and we like to say that cat in the hat is good actually so true we're just gonna really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors thanks guys friends and familia do you love movies are you a member of the movies by yourself club are you mentally in a nora efron film sounds like super yaki is the place for you 
The team at Superyaki loves movies, so much so that they've dedicated every waking moment of their lives to bringing you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts to cozy, comfy sweatshirts, Superyaki joyously brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Superyaki screen prints all of their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks. They ship with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. Over the next few weeks, make sure you keep an eye out for the Mads Mikkelsen collection, the Fast and Furious collection restock, Robert Pattinson shirt restock, as well as a restock of the Josie and the Pussycat items from a collaboration with Soy Friend to celebrate the anniversary of the film's release. Follow their socials to stay up to date on new designs and drops. And as a special gift to you listeners, you can save 10% on your order with code SUPERZILLENNIAL in all capital letters with no spaces at checkout. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. Anyway, Shrek 2, I think it's funny. Because, uh, like, again, we talked about how, like, the tropes in this movie are, like, the meet-the-parent tropes. Um, I think nothing is, like, better exemplified of that than the dinner table scene when they first arrive. Mm-hmm. Which, actually, backing up, you put the, for the profile picture on Twitter, it was the scene where Donkey is about to do the bubble from his yeah. mouth. Um, the hold that had on, like, elementary school playgrounds in the year 2004 2005 yes is unmatched um i like that they're traveling in a big onion yeah no it's so funny it's um that's a play on cinderella right the pumpkin patch cart i'm assuming and also the fact that ogres are like onions is like the most quoted line in history of yeah cinema yeah right um no, I, I love that. I thought that was extremely funny. Um, this movie has very good editing for animated movie because, like, that hard cut from, like, we're not going, and then the the suitcase is hitting the back of the onion cart. Yeah. Just good editing from an animated movie. Um, but, like, no, there's so many parts of this movie that are, like, so, like... I think we need to, like, bring in this, like, new um, category to see canon of, like, things we heard in elementary school quoted all the time. Yes. And this movie is full of it. Like, so mm-hmm. many, like, lines that I distinctly, like, I would call it the ha, ha, firepower, like, category. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. That's what yeah. I would call it. Yeah, right? Boom, boom, firepower. firepower. Yeah. Or the uh, dum-dum gives me gum-gum category. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow, I can't wait to cover that movie. I'm going on. We bought a mic for it. In a oh my god! Because they're doing a Robin Williams series right True, now. True. Yeah. That's the yeah. One that I... Maybe we'll do the second one then, so you don't have to cover it twice. Um, we'll we'll play it by ear. I because I, I still um because I went on a their Nick Cage series for National Treasure. True. And I still yeah. do want to do National Treasure on the pod. Here True. Because I like Giant the Museum and uh, uh, National Treasure, two movies that are very clearly Z canon. Uh, that I have to do them one day on the pod, or else mm-hmm. I don't think the canon's complete. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I'll, I'll let it space out a little bit. Um, which, by the way, not the museum. Sixteen years old this year. Are you fucking kidding me? 
20 or 2016 uh, years old 2006 yeah wow yeah man wow that's like dude we're like more old. than half of my life <laughs> we're old dude um yeah i was what, i was like eight or nine when that movie came out so yeah mm-hmm. yeah man um but no like this definitely fits this movie fits into the uh firepower <laughs> category um where yeah kids would like run around at elementary school and like quote it as yeah. if it was like the funniest shit ever and to an extent it was like it it was the funniest shit ever when you're a kid yeah um especially dumb dumb you give me gum gum but also like the i like how many kids were like popping their mouths like uh like donkey does in this movie mm-hmm. like so many kids um the the Shrek Fiona donkey like thing all yeah. the time all the time yeah um, uh how many is what am I forgetting one like a uh, elementary like playground quote from this movie that was like quoted all the time um uh, not the gumdrop button that uh, and also um I feel like a cat hacking up a hairball as hairball yeah as um comedy is definitely zillennial canon very much so it started with cats and dogs and ended it's still going oh my god cats and dogs i haven't seen that movie at least in 20 years can we please never cover that (laughs) i want to because it's very um it is z canon uh unfortunately Mm -hmm. um but i have not seen it in 20 years so uh i don't i have no recollection of that movie i know there's a beagle and a white cat and that's all I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it'll be fun to cover it on the pod and make me regret my decision. Um, I'm trying to remember like, an, oh, uh, I, I know another line from this movie. I'm a stallion, baby. Like mm-hmm. that, I feel like that was quoted a lot on the playground. A lot of these things, too, were used in the marketing. Mm-hmm. And Right. Um, that's why, like, you're fucking like, if you were a kid and you heard, like, okay, so there's like a line that's like repeated on not only the trailers you see in theaters, the trailers you see in front of DVDs, yeah, and on like Nickelodeon commercials. So, like, that way, when it plays in a movie theater, it's like fucking Avengers Endgame for eight years old, eight years old. Like, it's just like they're all like waiting for that line. Like, one person will like even drag a parent to see a movie just so they can hear that line in the theater. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's especially rough when it's a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I cannot tell you how many movies I was taking my mom to at that age just to hear, like, a line I thought was funny in a commercial. Uh-huh. Like, The Wild, that stupid Disney movie. Oh, my God. Awful the, movie. <laughs> the fake Madagascar. Fake-ass Madagascar. Which, you know what's so funny to me? That movie was in production before Madagascar. Yeah. Um, but it's it's also terrible. It's an awful movie. Um, ugliest movie I've ever seen, I think. Yeah, I think the sing animals look better. Um, you know what? You're not gonna get me to say <laughs> anything positive about sing on the pod, but I will Listen. say I will say that I think the sing animals do look better than the wild. The animals. Buster Moon koalas, the koala Buster Moon from Sing. He's very cute. I think, and I he's very tiny. He's very cute. He's very like soft. Oh, so now I understand why you like Buster Moon, because he's a short king. Yeah. 
And at one point, he wears, like, a giant t-shirt, and it, it's very funny, and it's very cute. I just think he should be put down. Oh, my um, God. That's all I... I just I'm trying don't... to think of, like, something that you love. <laughs> I mean, you can't go to Fast and Furious, because you know you'd be lying if you said... Yeah, I, I don't hope that Dom is put down. Um, he couldn't be. No, he's gonna live forever. You euthanize him and he like spits back at you and like blinds you. Um, <laughs> he takes in like the chemicals and he spits it out as NOS. Like his yeah, body just NOS. like changes it into NOS. And maybe that's like a good renewable energy source. They're gonna like, just, like feed things to Vin Diesel and he'll like spit them out as energy. Fast 10 gonna end with him like dying and someone like gives him like uh, an EpiPen full of NOS in his yeah. heart. Uh, then he like revives himself. Yeah. Um. We we always find a way, and by we I mean me, to bring it back to Fast and Furious each week, and I True. and I love that for me. I really do. Yeah. Um. Both of them having representation in theme parks. Mm-hmm. In the same theme park. Well, not anymore for sure. But... Well, I mean, Donkey's still there. True. That's Donkey. true. Is Donkey gonna stay there? Because I hope so. Um, I think so because I think. They're just making it into something DreamWorks. Um, That's cute. I like that. However, I think something Minions might be coming there. That's like the most eerie thing you've ever said. <laughs> so I, think, I think something Minions Prepare might be yourself, coming. Adam. Minions are coming. <laughs> minions are coming to Orlando. How, how many? Well, they're already fucking here. Why do we need another I know, Minions, right? I know. They, and the, the ride kind of fucking sucks. Except I went on in California, so I don't know how it is in Florida. but Minion I mean, Mayhem? Yeah, I mean, it's like fine. No, I'm not defending it. It's, I don't like it. The fact that I waited 70 minutes for it is oh, a no. like, Oh no, seventy minutes for that ride. Yeah, you'll n- unless it's one unless it's Spider Man at Universal. You will not find me waiting seventy minutes for uh, a screen ride. Yeah, ever. Uh, like Transformers, I'll, I'll only go on if it's like forty minutes tops. Yeah, know? Transformers uh, is cool. I like it, but I won't like wait for it like, yeah. more than an hour. You know. Yeah. Um. It's fine. Yeah, I like it. Uh. But like, typical me, I you wouldn't if if it's a ten minute wait, I don't think I'd go on it. You know. Yeah. I hope like, they bring like, the Secret Life of Pets ride to Orlando because that was the cutest ride I've ever been on in my life. Um. I've seen the videos. I like the videos of it. Yeah. Like the animatronics. I think that's cute. That's um, a wholesome movie. It's hard it's a, to make. It's a good one. It's hard to make animatronics out of like cartoon characters. I feel yeah. like. And especially like CGI cartoon characters. Yeah. Uh, but from what I can tell, those um, that that ride did it pretty well. Um, yeah, it feels like like an old ride, but not like a dated ride. Old because... in the same way of like a um, uh, I'm trying to think of like a good ride like that. That's kind of like timeless, right? Yeah, I feel like it's similar to the Men in Black ride, but without the shooting aspect. Right, that's a good comparison, I think. Yeah, because, like, everything is an animatronic. There's, like, very few screens. Um, right. Only really, like, the interactive parts are screens. Right. But, um, yeah, and when you're, like, up close to the animatronics, like, they'll be, like, a little bit, like, janky, but, like, in, like, a charming way. Like, it's very cartoonish. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 
It's really wholesome. Um, unfortunately, though, I don't think that's going to be taking Shrek's place. So, I bet it's just going to be Minions because um, our Lord and Savior hates me, and uh, I can't have good things, and uh, I'm not meant to have what I want in this world. Yeah. Which is like an updated supercharged ride, but that's just not going to happen, apparently. Um, yeah. R.I.P., I guess. Um, <laughs> so anyways, Shrek 2. Um, so they, what? Okay, so like the entire like crux of this movie, I think, is like sad. Yeah. Right? Because it's all like based in Shrek's insecurities. Yeah. Which like, so is the first movie, but this one goes like deeper where he like doesn't think that he's like good enough for her also like they don't really go into it but like um like he doesn't really have a family like his only family is really like the found family that like basically is just like in his swamp i could be wrong about the people who are squatting in his swamp i think one of the movies like references his dad in like Mm -hmm. a bad way where they say like oh you wouldn't like my like my father he wasn't a good guy basically Mm -hmm. i i think i might be making that up but i like vaguely remember a line like that in one of the movies i think it was like to donkey or something Uh but like otherwise yeah i i've never thought of that before that like they really he has like no family and he's content with that Mm -hmm. uh, in the first movie and that's what makes this one so good is that he's really like struggling to keep um his life going with fiona and like the second that they're back from the honeymoon the second he thinks he can settle down start a life is when uh the call comes in from her parents right yeah and um you know i'd love like a good like narrative irony Mm -hmm. in any form of media but um I think this franchise like does a very good job at that where it keeps the story unraveling in like organic ways. Like even like the fourth movie, which isn't like a very great movie or anything, but like I like the way that they always tell like very personal stories that feel like seamlessly told. Like they don't feel like they're big like narrative jumps. Like, you know, even you know, like how the Madagascar movies, like it's just like, oh, now they're in Africa, now they're in Europe. Like, where are they going next? Right. I like the way yeah. that these movies unfold in like ways that feel like continuity wise, they feel like narratively similar yeah. and like they feel like essential to the story that's happening. If that makes sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, like it just feels like one overarching story. And I like that. Um, but that's what I love about this one too. It's like such a seamless sequel. Like it literally feels like it picks up the second, the first one ends. Mm-hmm. Um, like no time has really passed like, um except you know, for when lord farquaad came back to haunt them yeah too. except for that's why you should stream the ghost of lord farquaad on uh on netflix uh, <laughs> but yeah um but yeah no i think uh also the addition of puss and boots in this movie um whoever like came up with that in the writing room for this movie needs to have their coochie eight because <laughs> um no, like he, they completely. Puss in Boots is like the scene stealer in this movie, mm-hmm. and he was in every commercial for this movie. Like, you want to talk about a scene that was on every commercial on Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. It was the fucking the the kitty eyes thing. Yeah. Was like, oh my god, that was in every trailer commercial, whatever for this movie. Uh, back in the day, uh, yeah. to the 
point of where like that picture is like so engraved in every millennial's mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when he's like uh, when Trek like gets won over by by Puss in Boots. He's mm-hmm. like, oh come on, donkey! He's a little kitty with his wee little boots. Um, just cute. I love yeah. it. Um, Antonio Banderas is really good in the role too. Yeah, he's really funny. I just, yeah, yeah, he's good. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, I think <laughs> he, I, I really like him in this movie, and I like the addition of like another animal sidekick. But they like make a joke about that, mm-hmm. where he's like, "What does Donkey say?" He's like, "Sorry, the the role of the annoying animal sidekick is already taken." Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, also it's very funny how Puss in Boots is always so ready to just, like, die. I fucking love that scene at the end where he, like, does the cute face to the knights and they all start, like, yeah. awing him. And he just, like, fucking lunges at them, ready to kill them. <laughs> um, that guy is, like, he's a funny-ass character. Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, I didn't want to see the second sec- or the second Puss in Boots movie. Mm-hmm. Until I watch this again. I'm like, oh yeah, I would watch another Puss in Boots movie. Like, I haven't seen the first one. I saw it in theaters. It's technically Zillow Canon, so we can cover mm-hmm. it one day. Um, but I don't remember it. I remember it has Humpty Dumpty. Oh, that's looked, in Puss in Boots? Yeah, who looks like um, Bill Hader. Yeah. <laughs> and Kira yelled at me when I said that the first time. Um <laughs> I think it's because she didn't want to admit sexual attraction to uh, Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> you're not even ready. I, I feel like you're going to time it out for when Barry comes back. <laughs> <laughs> and like, um, I am like on one and you're going to make me watch Puss in Boots. <laughs> um, you're going to set that up, I feel like. I feel like um, the best meme of all time or at least nowadays, is uh, the um, someone told me I fell off. Oh, I needed that picture of Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I needed that. <laughs> oh, I needed that. <laughs> um, and the funny thing is, that's not even part of the Puss in, that's not even the Puss in Boots Humpty Dumpty, but like every Humpty Dumpty looks like a weird ass guy. Yeah. Just like a dude you don't want to know. Yeah. Much like Bill Hader. Uh, <laughs> LOL. I love Bill Hader. Um, I really... I'm so excited for Barry season three. Um, three, right? Yeah. God, it's, that show's been on for like five years and it's only on season three. That's and nuts. it just keeps getting better. Oh, it's oh, it's so good. So good. Uh, one of the best shows on the air right now. Um, but no, I... So the narrative device of this movie where they turn into human or... Shrek turns into a human, and Donkey turns into a, a noble steed. Yeah, is like funny. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, a really good visual gag in this movie is when he's riding into town, and there's people with pitchforks, and he's like nervously waving at them, and they stare at him for a second, and then they like wave back. So it's like clearly the first time he's ever like rode into town without someone trying to like attack him. Yeah. Um. Also, this movie is about pretty privilege. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right? Pretty privilege. I it's mean, a, yeah, it's, it's. I'm not saying that whole... like in a serious way, but like, you yeah. know, the, like it's a TikTok word that I find funny. 
Or like a I Twitter think, word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to acknowledge I'm not being serious, serious, but like, it's funny that this mm-hmm. is kind of about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love a good movie about pretty privilege. Um, also, um, the I'm twist. I'm surprised that you didn't talk about Human Track. Human Track is. Uh, I was waiting for you to bring it up. What about Human Track? Why? He's hot? Oh, what? Do you want to fuck him? Is that it? No. <laughs> What, what what about it? What is it, girl? Spit it out. Everybody talks about human Shrek being hot. What do you feel about it? I don't think he's hot. I don't think he's hot. And that's surprising coming from you. Okay. Uh, well, right? Because... No. Who do you think sexier? Ogre Shrek or human Shrek? You can't... Oh, I can't. can't compare I that. Yeah, I can. Watch me. I mean, if we're gonna compare the two, obviously human Shrek because he's a human. So you'd rather smash human Shrek? Yeah, not an ogre. Wow, wow, Kira is being dismissive of uh, ogres as a community. I, for one, think ogres have ton of sex appeal, and I would fuck Shrek as an ogre. But um, I guess Kira's not as forward thinking as I am. Um. Wow, you heard it here first, guys. Uh, no, I always heard that meme of like him, him as a human, uh, but I never understood why people thought he was hot. I um, think just because it's like right at a young age, any conventionally attractive like animated character, people are like, "Whoa!" Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I think there's like a weird. But people are like that with like Scar and like Simba. Oh, gross. Oh, I hate that. Um, see, it's weird, because, like, Shrek is not an animal, but it feels like furry. Like, like if someone's sexualizing him, it feels like furry energy. Does that make sense? Like, even yeah. though he's not an animal, like, it feels, like, too close. Uh, actually, if you're sexualizing an animated character, period, I think we need to have a talk. Uh, but that being said, um, I think his design is super funny. And I think the part where um, uh, the women are, like, fawning over him and, like, ha- like handling him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Donkey's like, we have to take off your clothes. And they're like, oh. <laughs> I, I find it funny. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, but we cannot talk about this movie without talking about the third act. Which the musical number and the the oh. whole that's iconic. That is the lineal canon. This song. Um Yes. You know, that's another one that's like this is a Shrek song. I need a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Um I need a hero is okay, so like the entire third act of this movie where Shrek it's like the fucking Avengers endgame of Shrek. He like fucking assembles everybody he knows <laughs> to uh-huh. raid the castle. Um, all while Fairy Godmother is singing uh I Need a Hero. Mm-hmm. And it like is the most epic thing I've ever seen in my life. It yep. is fucking awesome. Uh we have fucking Mongo <laughs> trying to <laughs> we have fucking Mongo rebounding. Uh, he he completely like demolishes the front of the castle, gets shot down like a fucking G, and sinks while his homies ride through anyways. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's heartbreaking because Jinji goes, Mongo, no. And like fucking Pinocchio has to hold him back from jumping into the river. Like it's brutal, dude. Yeah. He's like watching his like older brother die in front of him. And Pinocchio's like, yo, we got to stick to the mission, bro. We got to keep going. <laughs> and it's like, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. There's like generational trauma tied to this movie. And it all started with, with, and it, it started and ended with Mongo dying in the river. Yeah. Mongo, pour it out for Mongo. If you're listening to this on the middle of a weekday in the morning at night, pour it out for Mongo. I don't care what you have in your hand, pour it out right now. Pour out uh, a steamed uh, cup of milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, pour out some good old chalky milk uh, for Mongo. Um, so, so yeah, I he die he fucking dies just straight up. Although does he? Because he's in the end credits. He's singing the song at the end. Yeah. In the water. So is he dead? I think he's just vibing. That's so sad. Um, also, I watched this with subtitles today. I mm-hmm. didn't. I've never caught the part where Mongo tells Jinji when he's trying to help him. He's like, "Go on without me." It's so sad. It's really sad. It's really fucking Mongo, dude. Uh, Anyways. um, (laughs) uh, So yeah, Puss in Boots fucking kills those guards. Which, I'm not even kidding. I think he, like, murders them. Yeah. He's Uh, killed and he will kill again. That should be the tagline of the new movie. Puss in Boots is, like, a murderer. Like, he's, like, a war criminal. Yeah. Uh, But he's, like, fucking cool, though, so it's okay. Um. His introduction is, like, so funny because it's trying to, like, make him look like a human in the dark. Yeah. But he has, like, cat eyes, so it's, yeah. it doesn't work. Uh, also, I like that um, a little detail, like, is that he just drinks milk at bars. Yeah. Cute. I would um, I would pass away if I had a glass of milk. Um, is this, like, a... Oh, yeah, you're lactose intolerant. Yeah. See, I, I don't know a single girl that likes milk. Because it's disgusting. No, because it's like either you're lactose intolerant or you're just like, milk. But like, then you'll like fucking devour like a Whopper or something. A or Whopper? Like, or like monkey meat from Taco Bell. Like, uh, <laughs> I think it's just the concept of milk is disgusting. Why is it disgusting? I... Women know. will be like, lettuce is gross, but then they'll like fucking like literally eat the grossest shit mm. ever. Okay. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> yes, you are. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, agree to disagree. Mm. Um But no, the the third act of this movie goes harder than Avengers Endgame. Uh and all because it's all reliant on love because mm-hmm. the, the, the whole spell uh and uh fiona has the chance to like live happily ever after with dilf shrek uh-huh. uh and she chooses not to she wants the ogre shrek she and she wants to be an ogre too because that's their true form that's who they are um and that's beautiful I think it has a really good message about uh, this is the first movie has a message about being yourself, but I think this one like has a very, it's like a different kind of interpretation of it. And it's, yeah, like, it's lo- just kind of like, as long as we're together, I'm happy. What, like, however the rest of the world sees us. Exactly. And I like, love that. Um, also f- her fucking dad being a frog. Yeah. 
the princess and the good, frog. Good twist. Good twist. Very good twist. Um, I know we're not covering the third movie, but the visual gag of uh, of him dying. Better, someone better be dying. I'm yeah. dying. <laughs> Unmatched. <laughs> Wait. <the> so <laughs> Wait. When he's actually dying and he's like trying to tell him information and then he just like passes away mid-sentence you can find king arthur at yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) wait there was a meme about something with obama with that oh obama's Obama's first name name is (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny it's really good that's like Um, a meme that like is not funny but it's like the funniest thing in the world because of us and like our relationship (laughs) I don't know why. Um, no, it's very, very, very funny. Um, I feel like Shrek we have to owe a lot of credit to. Yeah. When it comes to, like, memeage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only, like, the fact that, like, screenshots from the movies are, like, memed, but, like, variations of them have, like, evolved throughout time. Like, it really mm-hmm. just felt like evolution. <laughs> yeah. Like, genuine evolution. And I think that's both endearing, scary, sweet, and eerie all at once. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me confront the passage of time. Yeah. And my, like, place as a human being on Earth. But it also makes me giggle. Yeah. I I agree. I don't even know how to respond to that. I feel like a lot of this is just you talking about the passage of time and me being like, yeah. Kira's like, just staring at a, a wall right now. She's like, "Yeah, we're not. Like, we're not having with a Roku over. City above me." <laughs> um. See, I think um the city looks so beautiful at night. The city it in really question. does. The city in question, Roku City. Yeah. Um. I. <laughs> um. Personally, I think um I would watch when Harry met Sally remade only if it took place in Roku City. Yeah, I think any movie that, like, okay, so people on Long Island, they refer to New York City as the city. Yeah. I think I'm going to start, like, as, like, a little, <laughs> as, like, a little joke, as, like, a little, you know, a little yeah. quirk. And yeah, when yeah. people are like, oh, I'm going to the city, I'll be like, which city? Roku City? <laughs> I think that'd be fun. I um, think people would have fun with that. I I changed my city on Twitter to Roku City. Oh, that's a great idea. My location is um, Muppet Vision 3D. That's also a great one. Yeah. Um, I think mentally we're both at Muppet Vision 3D and Roku City. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I literally was just going to say, it would be cool to have like a Shrek 3D ride. And then I was like, oh, wait. Oh, they my God. <laughs> they did. We did. <laughs> they did. I'm going to... I'm gonna. I wish like Netflix was like VR compatible. I mean, I guess technically it could be if you just put your phone in a VR headset. If you try hard enough. Um, yeah, I'm gonna um do that and watch Shrek 3D slash 4D, and I'll just like whip my chair around and like throw myself on the ground onto like a plate of metal. You know. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you're that'll feel exactly the same. You're gonna get the Obama treatment with that. Everyone like says that they actually use that as a form of torture during the war. (laughs) That's like their um, 
waterboarding, but like 40. Um, I think that's what they have in Guantanamo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just sit them down and put them in Shrek uh, 4D. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anytime I'm going to go to a 4D movie in the future, I'm going to think about Obama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to think about uh, Mrs. Obama Get Down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about people that have like evolved through memes or like characters that have evolved through memes? The fucking penguins of Madagascar. Yeah. That's we've a good never, meme. We've never covered Madagascar, have we? Yes, we did. Did we? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. We're 100 movies deep, Kira. I can't remember every movie that we've done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I only really remember this because I like made a TikTok of a day in a life of me when we were <laughs> when we were recording it. And it took me like hours to watch it and i think i was like watching it like during my zoom class um right was it a pandemic era yes it was i love that for you yeah um well uh i don't know is there anything else to say other than the end credits go hard listen whenever i hear that song all i think is uh Puss and donkey, y'all. <laughs> Puss and donkey, y'all. Yo, they go hard yeah. on the end. The verse. Like, they they are... Uh, I would listen to an album of them, like, covering music. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Live in La Vida Loca. Dude, come on. Come on. Yeah. It's epic, bro. Um, should we do... I think one day we should cover uh, Far, Far Away Idol. That would be fun. I, I think I think a, a good episode. episode, a good episode, would just be like things on DVD menus. Wait, we could do a Shrek 4D and a Far Far Away Idol episode. Okay, we'll do it. We're gonna do it. You guys heard it here first. I don't <laughs> know when we'll do it, but we'll do it. Don't worry. Kira's like, no questions. I'm in. I'm I'm, I'm down. Um. All I can say about Shrek 2 is that's a perfect movie. It's perfect. Yep. There's no no issues with it. Um it's funnier, it's sweeter, it's uh it's better paced than the first movie, which is uh, it's a feat because the first movie is also perfectly paced, but mm-hmm. uh like everything about the first movie is perfect, but this is just a little more perfect. And I have no notes. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Um, It's perfect. I'm glad that we watched it. Um, Yeah. Thank Adam not being able to comprehend time last night. So he like looked at the poll list very quickly. I was like, oh, fucking Shrek too. Yeah. (laughs) Thank God for that. Um, Yeah. Because I was like thinking about like all the other movies. Because I like I made like a little list from the poll list. I'm like, I could watch that. I could watch that. But like mm-hmm. a lot of them weren't on streaming services. Then I like narrowed it down. I'm like, you know what? Shrek 2's on Netflix. Shrek 2's easy. I know Shrek 2 like the back of my hand. Uh-huh. Let's do fucking Shrek 2. <laughs> um, and let me tell you, I needed it. I needed to watch a Shrek movie today. I needed to feel um, like Gwyneth Paltrow when she's talking about goop or whatever. Uh-huh. She's like, I feel like revitalized. I feel like refreshed. I feel reborn after watching a Shrek movie. Yeah. 
yeah i just feel like a new person not not really like a new person but i feel like like ogres um i also have layers you do have layers and i feel like this just peeled back a few of them and And that's just refreshing i i can't even top that i think we have to end the episode now (laughs) because you feel peeled back like an onion bro that's too good that's too good yeah it just it brought me back to my core (laughs) as a core of your onion yeah yeah all right where well um where can everyone find you adam (laughs) yeah you can follow me on twitter adam underscore not sandler um my other podcast aggressively okay uh and also at some point i guess i'll be on we bought a mic covering cat in the hat for a fourth time so uh (laughs) that's fun uh yeah yeah that's it uh you can follow me on Twitter at Zillennial Cannon. You can follow us on Twitter. I mean, oh my god, I did that last week too. What? You can follow me on Twitter at Garlic Emoji. emoji. I think and it's you because can... you spend more time on the Z Cannon Twitter account than you do. I actually don't. I've been slacking the past like six months in promoting the episodes, and for that, I am sorry. Somehow, our listen count hasn't really declined. But I really did enjoy like making memes for the account, and I mm. wish I had that energy still. I'll get back into it though. Don't worry. I graduate in like a month and a half, so the second I have my bachelor's degree, you guys are getting more memes. Don't worry. She's getting a uh, bachelor's degree and talking about kids' movies. Yeah. Oh my god, I wish. Uh, you can follow us. I mean, technically, I have a minor in film, <laughs> so. I'm an uh, NYCU graduate, sucker. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Selenial Cannon for some more memes in a month and a half. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the Selenial Cannon. Uh, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if your homie the giant gingerbread man is dying in the lake uh help him mm-hmm. that's all i gotta say yeah don't let mongo die in vain guys live your life <laughs> mongo would want that bye guys bye guys